show about two friends and their love letter to animation in all its wonderful forms. I'm your co-host, Kelly Smiro. And I'm Richard Minari. And together, we're apart. Because now, Richard has returned to his prison in the West, where he must do his time for all of his crimes. I flew away Never on Never to see the light of day. Mm-hmm. Except it's very sunny here because we're very high elevation, so the sun is a lot brighter here than normal. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get a horrible sunburn. Too late. <laughs> Kelly, I've been... Oh, my sunburn was so bad from when we went to that water park. That's a it, side It was... I was the first time I had a sunburn that actually my skin peeled from. Yeah. Oh, God. It was awful. It was bad. <laughs> it was very painful. And now it's gone and my skin is happy with me again. I feel like I've lost like a good five pounds of skin. <laughs> I feel good. Mine was not that bad. <laughs> You ready? Richard? Yes? I guess we can't talk about your horrible crimes. Because this is a PG podcast. And some things are better left unsaid. So instead, what's our question of the week? Wait, which crime were you talking about? Was it the bad All one? Oh no! I haven't done any crimes. The only crime I've committed is coming to you with a great question for the week. Ugh. Oh yeah. You know what question that is for today? I don't. <laughs> well, then prepare to learn. Uh, today, <laughs> I would like to ask you, Kelly, about the funniest animes you've ever seen. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, completely different from last week. Absolutely. I feel like we can, you know, get some balance, because we cried a lot last week. We did cry mm-hmm. a lot. It's time to laugh a lot. Mm-hmm. Funniest animes I've ever seen. Okay. Well, we're on High School Host of, which is a show I mention every episode of <laughs> not. was the funniest show for a while for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it just could never fail to make me laugh with its, like, just gender commentary mm-hmm. and, like, shenanigans and, like, brilliant characters and how they played off each other it was always a riot. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's the funniest anime I've ever seen anymore because I think that title is now given to Gekkan Shoujo Nozaki. <laughs> Absolutely. Which I think is also a show I mention every <laughs> week. <laughs> uh, Gekkan is, it's the same kind of vein as Oran, but more like shoujo tropes. Well, Oran is all about shoujo tropes too. Mm. But less about, well, I guess they do talk about gender because of Kashima. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Listen, it's fantastic, but they're very different shows. <laughs> Gekkan stays pretty much a gag anime the entire time, mm. while Oran does get serious at times. Um, but, like, I'll never forget the four-minute clip that convinced me to watch Gekkan Jojo Nozaki-kun, um, and is still one of the funniest things ever, which is that scene where Nozaki and Mikoshiba are playing a dating simulator Mm -hmm. and get very emotionally invested in trying to figure out who the best person for their protagonist character should date out of all the girls and they're trying to think like who's always been there for him like who who does he deserve and then realizing that the male best friend character in the game Mm -hmm. is that person Mm -hmm. and then they become obsessed 
And they write so many doujins. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Um, I just, I have a friend who um, is watching the dub for it now, and I was watching a couple There's of There's a dub for it now? Yeah, and like, oh, it was quite good. I really enjoyed it. Like, I'm only like a couple episodes in right now, but like, their voices are not what I expected, and Seo's is a little odd. Like, Seo Senpai's voice is a little odd to me, but I'm still enjoying it a lot because they interpret the jokes a little differently, but they still stick the landing in a lot of cases. Oh, I'm excited. Because I loved the Oron High School Host Club dub. Yes. Love that dub. So I want to see that dub. Okay, cool. I didn't know that they came out. Does that mean it's getting like a DVD release thing? I would hope so. That would be fantastic. When is season two? Are they making a season two? Dekon deserves a season two. And the manga's still ongoing. There's a whole new character that they teased in like the last scene of the first season. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was it? Um... um well, you don't realize it in the show, but if you read the manga, Nozaki has an older brother yeah. who's important because he's been texting Mikoshiba thinking Mikoshiba's a girl, <laughs> and Mikoshiba's been texting him thinking he's a girl, <laughs> and I really want this anime. <laughs> it's also one of the few shows that, like, I actually, like, ship all the canon, canon couples. Mm-hmm, definitely. Even though, and also, they're all straight, and I have a lot of feelings for them. <laughs> It's like, I don't know how they do it, but it's just, it's good stuff. I'm surprised they were able to, like, pull as many gags as they did out of that show, because when I first saw it, I was like, oh, they have, like, uh, Nozaki and Chio, like, they have this funny misunderstanding, and I just thought that they'd milk yeah. that for the whole season, but, like, no, they introduced, like, a bunch of funnier characters, and their interactions with each other are great. Yeah, and, like, there's a lot more development, because, like, you assume Nozaki's just that stoic, oblivious type, and then you, like, realize he's, like, insane. Yeah! (laughs) And, like, really into, like, very passionate (laughs) about the work he does. Like, one of my favorite scenes is when he's trying to get Chiu to wear, like, a schoolgirl outfit Mm. or something so that he can have a (laughs) reference picture, and she's, like, refusing to do it, so he's like, fine, I'll wear it. And then he's like, curse me for not having Bishonen shoulders. (laughs) It's so funny. <laughs> God, I want to watch Deck on now. Yeah, definitely. How could you do this to me? <laughs> quality stuff. And like the soundtrack is good. I'm sorry. Now this is just us gushing oh about Deck on. But the soundtrack's okay, no, great. The OP is oh. so good. Mm-hmm. It's oh. so good. Mm-hmm. That was going to, we were going to try to get that for our opening, weren't we? Like we were going to try to get that. For yeah, our... I wanted it, but like I didn't want to worry about copyright. Definitely, yeah. Stuff. Um, I will say, before I became conscientious, mm. Hitalia was one of the funniest animes I've ever seen. Because mm-hmm. I was just, like, a huge history nerd and had a lot of gags, and it had its fun moments. But now I feel weird about it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Alas. Darn. What are other funny things? I'm trying to think. I, a show that I've been wanting to watch but never got around to, uh, would be, um, what, this one... Gintama? Oh, yeah! Like, Gintama! That's, like, branded as, like, the comedic parody anime. Like, right? Like, yeah. that's the one that everyone swears by as one of the funniest things they've seen. Like, I have to yeah. see that. I really want to watch it. It's just so long. So I've seen a lot of clips of it. Yeah. It's really funny. And, like, they incorporate a lot of, like, funny stuff from real life. Like, I think 
they do a they do a joke about how Hunter x Hunter is always on hiatus in it, and it's like hilarious. Oh wow! Like, yes, I do want to watch Gintama. <sighs> Gintama is amazing. I just worry that I wouldn't get any of the jokes because like they refer to a lot of different animes that I haven't seen. <laughs> You've seen a lot of stuff, Richard. That's true. We are experts. Believe it or not, all. yeah, we are experts. Mm-hmm. Experto. Oh wow! <laughs> Good. Yep. Mm-hmm. Did you learn that through Duolingo? <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> Get away from me. I'm trying to think. What's another funny anime? Oh, you know what I loved and adored? These are all rom-coms. Oremonogatari was hilarious. Yeah, it was. But it was also heartbreaking. But it was mostly hilarious. Heartbreaking? What? I haven't gotten to the end. Is it heartbreaking? <laughs> No, I just, like, really like the character of Suna, who's the best friend, yeah. and I just want him to have more love. <laughs> oh, you know what's hilarious? And I don't think we've really talked about it. Saint Onisan. Oh, oh, yeah, good stuff. So Saint Onisan is an anime, and it's, like, two OVAs, I think, and a movie, and um, I prefer the movie. Uh, and it's basically this concept of Jesus and Buddha are best friends, and they decide to take a vacation from, like, the afterlife to, like, just visit Japan <laughs> and just room together and chill for a bit. And it is, like, the funniest thing in the world. It's really good. As, like, I don't know, as a person raised Catholic, like, I got all the Jesus jokes, <laughs> and they were just, there's, like, this mo like... Jesus apparently is scared to swim. Like, he can't swim. So, like, whenever... When he, like... he That's why he walks on water. Because he doesn't want to go... He doesn't want to get under. And when, like, Buddha is trying to teach him how to swim, like, Jesus dives under and then he gets scared. So he just pushes all the water away. Like, he's parting the Red Sea. And it's so funny. It's, like, a really fun, like, irreverent, like... Yeah. Good, fun take at the whole thing, and I really like it. There's this conversation he has with Yakuza people, (laughs) and it's literally the best conversation in the world, and I'm not going to spoil it, but just like, oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's so good. And apparently the manga's really good, too, and like has more stuff in it, like how the angels are like really worried about Jesus all the time because he's God's kid and like want to make sure he stays safe. (laughs) And da-da-da-da-da. Ah, that's a fun one. Mm-hmm. If you just want, like, a weird fun time, I recommend. Definitely. And, like, it's very nice and calm and chill. Like, they're just hanging out during yeah. the movie, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah. They're just really good people. Mm-hmm. Just having a good time. Bro's hanging out. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mushi Petal's pretty hilarious. I mean, do you mean, like, hilarious, like, is it trying to be hilarious? Or is it just so incredibly over the top that you find yourself laughing? Um, both. Because at the end of every episode, there's, like, a gag moment that they do. And, like, those are legitimately hilarious. But, like, the -the over-the-topness is a beautiful thing. Mm. Or in the running jokes throughout it, Mm. of, like, I power up when I (laughs) sing my favorite theme, anime theme song. That's what makes me feel stronger when I bike. And then having the whole team start, like, feeding on that. And then just having them, like, screaming, Princess, Princess, Sparkle Girl! As they're biking and other players are terrified. It's hilarious. And just seeing all their over-the-top power-ups and things like that. Like, I love bike anime. Bike anime is a joy. 
to watch. Like whenever I see、um, Christmas tree biking, and his his <laughs> climb, his his style is oh he's the climbing spider and he waves from side to side, but that's physically impossible for someone、It's、to bike、so、like、good. that. That's impossible. It's so good. That's not how. Especially when、works. other bikers like oh my god. I know that form everywhere, like reverentially, and then you just see this guy like going back and forth, almost falling off his bike to climb. It's so funny. Oh my god! I think swimming anime is hilarious too. There are like major moments where it's so funny. Usually when they're playing up how ridiculous the main character is, because again, kind of like Nozaki. He's at first portrayed as that stoic, serious type, but then you realize he's literally just obsessed with water—an unholy amount—and、mm. all the shenanigans that come from that are hilarious. And then it turns serious, so it's not as funny, but it's still just that over-the-top humor. That's so like—I don't know—just I love over-the-top humor when it's like grounded in the character's personality itself, rather than just the world not making sense.、Mm. Do you know what I mean? Definitely, yeah. Like that's my like, I find over the top humor that's more about this world is ridiculous and doesn't make sense is more annoying to me than funny,、mm. especially after a while.、Mm. But when that over the topness is from the character himself and the world reacting to that, I think that's hilarious.、Mm. Now, Kelly, if I'm not mistaken, there was a similar trope in that clean soccer anime you had watched. <laughs> Did they stick the landing there? Did they? Were they、no. in the portal? Okay. <laughs> No, it was just because it was like no one was reacting normally to like over the top personalities work because you have like the straight man,、mm-hmm. not orientation wise, but、yeah. like the the person who who is seen as the normal person who is reacting like the audience is expected to react.、Mm-hmm. Like that's what makes it funny is the the contrast between them. But in that clean boy anime, everyone was really was not a person. <laughs> like the way they acted was not a person, like a person, a real person would act.、Mm. And you can't have a cast full of those kinds of characters. You can only have like one or two, or else it just becomes annoying and like un, just unappealing. At least to me, because、mm-hmm. it's just too much. It's just too just too much much. Rick and Morty is one of the funniest animes I've ever seen. Oh man, great anime by Studio Trigger. It's. <laughs> Oh, I really, I but I actually do really like Rick and Morty, and I'm really excited for season three. It just started. I saw episode one. They haven't come up with more, have they? No, episode two is out. I haven't watched <gasps> it yet, but it's on the Adult Swim website.、Ah! It's called Rick, Rick Mansing the Stone. I need to watch it. Okay, good. Yeah. Excellent. Good. <laughs> you know what's great was Sakamoto. Ah,、uh, oh, I need to finish that. I never finished. I only saw the first episode, but like I enjoyed what I saw. But I wasn't yeah, sure if like、delightful. it would keep being funny. Yeah, that was my issue. It's like not a show you marathon. Yeah, yeah. But、uh, that's what impressed me about Gekkon is you can marathon that.、Mm-hmm, definitely. Because even though it is a gag anime, it's just so different and keeps building on itself、mm. that it's like engaging to watch all at once. Because I watched it all on a plane, and it was really bad because I was just like trying not to laugh. Super loudly in front of strangers on this. <laughs> it's, it's a disaster. What is that? That strange woman coughing about over there? <laughs> Whatever. Leave me alone.、Mm. It's great.、Mm. 
I'm just going to spend five seconds to just say Nishijo is the best comedy anime ever created. Oh my god! But I'm not going to talk about it because I talk about it all the time, but just everyone, it's the best, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. If you like I need people, to finish Nishijo. I'm like on the last episode, but like I can't bring really? myself to do it. Yeah. I'm too sad. Nishijo is amazing. If you like incredible gags and beautiful animation, that's what you got. That's an anime where the over-the-top world works without being annoying. Yes, I agree. Absolutely. I think part of it is just the style of it, that it's not taking itself seriously, and that it's not saying that this is a normal world. Like, it's very much like, no, this world makes no sense, but that's what it is. Mm. And the art style plays with that, too. And it's like, oh, my God. I love Nichijou. It's very good. Look up any Nichijou clips, and you'll have a fun time. You'll have a fun time. I always think of the one where, like, she gets caught drawing Yaoi. Yep. And, like, literally kills everyone, (laughs) including a goat. (laughs) Or that one where, like... She's trying to get her homework back or something, and there's that epic battle. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. It's so good. It's such a good anime. Watch Nichijou. Watch I need to Nichijou. finish Nichijou. Great fallback of any kind of show. Yeah. A plus, A plus. I like when the principal fights a deer for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> and they watch through the window. They just watch it through the window, and that's it. There's nothing more to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Aw. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Every anime is funny in some way. Yes. Ugh. Ugh. Let's move on. Let's move on. There's, there's nothing in Kelly's current corner. I've been busy all week. I've done nothing but work mm. 17 hour days oh, for six days. God. <laughs> so do not ask me. <laughs> I have not seen any of the current Boku no Hero apps. Oh, but I hear they're really good. I'm really excited. Have you seen them? No, but I hear they're good. That's exciting. Richard, you need to be the backbone. Oh, yeah. I'm dying. You can rely on me, except you can't. <laughs> Terrible. Mm-hmm. My house is so sweaty. That is unrelated. <laughs> you mean your prison sale? Thinking out loud about how sweaty my house is. I've been sweaty all week working at my job that has no AC. Ugh, swat. Yep. No AC. No AC. Fun times. Lugging boxes full of costumes, wearing a ton of makeup, just running all over the place. That sounds terrible, especially with last week's weather. That was bad. I literally was just a pile of sweat. (laughs) That's all I was. I was just this dripping mass of skin and sweat that just roamed campus. (laughs) Oh no, it's the monster. No, it's your teacher. (laughs) (laughs) There were monsters. Mm. Who were dying of heat. Oh no. It's exhaustion. It's fine. Everything's fine. Everything was fine, Everything's guys. Fine. Everything is fine. I didn't do anything wrong. Nothing went wrong. Everything was fine. What are you talking about? Richard, what's our what's our topic that we're going to discuss this week? Well, it's funny you mention Swarthmore campus. Because we're gonna you talk about it. You mentioned it. I mentioned it. It's funny someone handsome mentioned it. Um, because we're going to talk about, we're going to, welcome to the classroom, folks, because today it's Anime Club 101, your introduction to starting and running an anime club. Woo! Woo! I don't know if this is a good introduction on how to start an anime club, because it depends on the institution you are in. True. 
how that actually plans out. So just ask around for that bit. Yeah. Because we can't really help you with that. <laughs> but with our combined expertise, we can show you how to run a successful anime club mm. that doesn't fall into the pit traps of cringe fest or just gross stuff. You know, how to have a healthy relationship with anime mm -hmm. and other anime fans. Mm -hmm. Now, Kelly, you've been a president for a long time, right? Yes. So, eight. Tell us years. a little bit about that. Um, I was co president of Anime Club and co founder in high school mm. for like four years. And I would say that wasn't as successful as when I was in college because in high school what our anime club was was these my four friends <laughs> who would come to school early to watch a random episode of an anime mm. and call it a club so we could put it down as a club <laughs> put that on the college resume like yeah yeah, yeah. A club but it was not good <laughs> but in college it was great um so, I think the biggest thing when, like, so the biggest thing when you're running an anime club, or any, really any kind of club, is to have some sort of guidelines or some sort of expectation sure. of, like, the club and the members in it. And, like, it's kind of, I know it can get kind of awkward to talk about it because you're like, oh, it's just an anime club. It's not a real club. You're mm -hmm. just watching stuff. You never know when someone's going to say something that maybe makes another person uncomfortable mm -hmm. or reacts to a thing in a weird way. And I always think it's much easier to just set that up straight from the beginning so you can reference it later mm -hmm. and it's not like you're changing the rules halfway through the game. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, at least at our club, we had this thing where it's like, we're all here to have fun. Um, and we're all here to kind of try out all sorts of different genres, kind of give them the benefit of the doubt, and also tear them apart if we feel the need to. <laughs> um, and the most important thing is to not, like, actually say anything that would be hateful or, like, hurtful to another person. Definitely. So whether that be, like, commentary on, like, gender, race, or sex, you know, like, you're, the things that should be normal for everyone mm -hmm. to understand and yeah just being aware because there's a lot of things in anime culture and fandom that is actually very gross and yet still normalized mm. and it's like your job as president of whatever club to kind of stop that in the butt oh. do you know what i'm talking about richard? i thought you said butt no richard <laughs> i'm sorry yes stop that in the bud that is correct nip it, nip it in the bud nip it Nip that bud. Oh my god. <laughs> I hate you so much. I hate you. And um, also, another really good tip is to pretend you're a democracy. Oh my god, Kelly. <laughs> so, the truth this might out. be a controversial topic. But I have, I'm a year out of my presidency, so I feel no need to keep my secrets any longer. But it's important to show off a front of democracy, but it is a lie. <laughs> Somewhat. Sometimes. Because sometimes you have to save the club from itself. <laughs> so I always gave the club, you know, choice, like, what should we watch this week and let them vote and stuff. 
But when I saw where the vote was going and knew how terrible it would end up. Because there are shows that are good and then there are shows that are good to watch in a group. True. And that's, true. I'm not saying that, like, just because I love a show doesn't mean I would want to watch it in a group. For example, I love Orange to Death. I would never have Anime Club watch Orange. Makes a lot of sense, yep. Because it is very much heavy subject matter that could be triggering to some individuals and maybe not so much for others. And that kind of huge gap for people would cause a lot of, I could foresee causing a lot of issues in a group setting as people deal with their emotions in different ways. And that's just not a fun time. Not a fun time. That's not to say that you can't watch serious shows in a group. Like we watched Fate Zero and that was super successful. But it just has to be like, you just have to be aware of the content. So as president, you might have to look into a show and kind of see what it's actually about before, you know, agreeing to watch the thing because you, you kind of need to know what you're getting into because you're making a commitment for however many weeks to watch a thing. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I will say that we would let people vote and then I would see what the votes are and then I would make my own decision sometimes. <laughs> but if I thought for the best of the club, this was a bad decision. And I'm not ashamed of that. And, like, I think, Kelly, you did a really artful way of, like, getting... Like, take Orange, for example. Like, for that sort of show, what I think you did made a lot of sense where, like, maybe you'd curate, like, a group of friends who you thought would, like, enjoy the show and, like, would enjoy Mm. watching it together instead of maybe presenting it to a large group where you're not necessarily Mm -hmm. sure. Like, there are a lot of extra factors to consider. So, like, there are, like, any show could probably be enjoyed as a group, but, like, just being, as, as Kelly said, like, being really thoughtful about the chemistry and, like, the possible... Um, factors that you may not be aware of or you may not see down the line that may mm-hmm. uh, just make for a bad time. It may lead to like um, people not feeling welcome in the club space or people uh, exactly, like, exactly not wanting to come back after a couple meetings or like people, yeah, just like trying to like think about what would be good for the dynamic. Yeah, because I mean, there's no way for you to kind of figure out like people are gonna dislike shows. Mm-hmm. It happens. Like, people don't like a show. They don't want to watch it, whatever. What I tried to do is, even if a person disliked a show, to try to make it, like, it was still fun to, like, watch it as a group and kind of experience it as a group in different ways. And, like, the other thing is that the way that our anime club at least was run, it was about a three-hour event, two and a half hours, where you watched once... We were watching two series to full completion of the semester, so you watched two episodes of each, and then we would preview a random show every week the first two episodes of. So no matter what, depending on the time you came in, you could watch something, even if you had never been to any other club meeting previously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You just come for the last two episodes of the random stuff. And if you didn't like one of the series, at least you would probably like the other one. Because another thing is to just be conscious of the fact of what exactly you're watching and kind of make them very different. Mm-hmm. So... I always think about our most successful semester as Anime Club presidents. Do you remember? Yeah, which absolutely. One that was? Yeah, no, it that was, was so much fun. Fall semester of junior year was mm-hmm. our most successful Anime Club run where we had like 30 members consistently mm-hmm. coming every week, which was mind-boggling. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we did is we watched Shinsekai Yori, which is a very serious, very sometimes brutal and like 
mind mess up -y psychological thriller anime, very dark and gloomy. Um, and then right after, we would watch Haikyuu, which is yeah. a sports anime, <laughs> not fantasy at all, pretty funny, lighthearted, but still has, like, emotional characters and, like, is more of a just, you know, a much simpler story to follow, but a lot more exciting and fun, like, you could get into it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I feel like that was probably one of our best matchups because it really kind of fed into two different kinds of things. And so there were some people who only came for Shinsekai, there were some people who only came with Haikyuu, and there were some people who came for both. And it was just a good mix all around of, mm -hmm. like, going back and forth on those two. Mm -hmm. So really put some thought into curating, like, the shows that you're going to watch. And make sure you have input from the club, but as president, don't be afraid to kind of use that knowledge and use that forethought to really, like, how do you want this semester to look? Mm -hmm. You know? Definitely. And, like, with that responsibility, I, I think it's also important to make sure not to abuse it and mm -hmm. perhaps, yeah. like, put... A, like, I've, I feel like in... Yes, no, I don't feel like... I have seen in, like, anime clubs past, like, maybe in high school or in other community mm -hmm. gatherings, presidents or leaders being the be-all, end-all authority on what's good yeah. anime and what's bad anime. And, like, kind of running an authoritarian sort of situation where it's, like... Right. Um, where people aren't necessarily happy or comfortable expressing, like, ideas or suggestions because it'll either get, like... Um, it might get shut down, like, immediately or, like, criticized and people may, like, be made fun of for their mm -hmm. tastes. And so, like, Kelly, I think, did a really good job of um, recognizing everyone's suggestion and, like, saying, like, oh, well, thank you so much for suggesting that. Like, here are, like, maybe a couple, like, things about that that may not be good for the group. Like, what do you guys think? Let's talk about this. And it was, mm -hmm. I think, an artful way of... Um, steering the discussion yeah. in a productive way that would not you should never friends. yeah you should never exactly like say that that's a bad show and you should feel bad for liking it mm -hmm. it's more of like is this a good show for a group to be watching together mm -hmm. which is a completely different kind of conversation mm -hmm. and a thing that also kind of asked that is that the fact that we had previews every week because normally if people gave me a preview i usually just okayed it and we watched it because it's just two episodes the only reason i would ever stop a preview from ringing aloud was if i looked it up and it said it was etchy because that was like my big one <laughs> it's like we're not watching etchy in club <laughs> nope refused to do that so like we would watch a lot of different things that like the club could announce and usually our t our pool of options for the next semester was based on previews from the last semester so mm -hmm. people had had a chance to kind of show off the thing they wanted to see and like gave the club the ability to have input on it you know mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and then like you can kind of tell the tone of a show and whether or not it'll be a good thing to watch in a group from the first two episodes usually mm -hmm. so like to use that to your benefit um because, yeah, you don't want to be the person shutting down things. Like, we watched plenty of shows that I didn't really want to watch or like, <laughs> but was like, yeah, the group would like this. Or like, yeah, this would be fun to watch for many people. That's not what I meant by a pretend democracy. Oh, yeah, de no, yeah definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly didn't but rule very, with an iron fist. Yeah, I, uh... Basically, when people came in, they had to swear loyalty, they sat in <laughs> silence, no one spoke. <laughs> That's another thing, is to make it clear to people that, like, you are at an anime club, which means you are here in a group viewing, which means silence is not necessarily a thing that 
is going to happen all the time. Because mm. people talk, people make comments, people heckle at times. And, like, I think Anime Club is more fun because of that. Because you're with this group of people all sharing this experience in different ways. Uh, the importance is just to find that balance of, like, we still want to watch the show. But we also want to let people interact with it. Uh, so just to make sure that people have this understanding that if they wanted to watch a show in complete dead silence and really focus on it, this probably isn't the space for them. Definitely. They should just watch it by themselves in their room. Mm -hmm. But still allow people to, like, you know, quiet down during the serious moments. To yeah. Really feel it. Mm -hmm. It's finding that balance and figuring out how exactly to enforce it without being that almighty ruler or whatever. Mm -hmm. Usually it just meant, like, hey, guys, let's focus. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way. It's usually enough, because people then realize, like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You may encounter some pretty brutal shushing police in your club, um, mm. which, like, will... And, like, like I mean, I, I can understand it. Like, it may be really frustrating if you're trying to watch something and people keep talking, like, to get to get really frustrated and yell. But, like, I, I, I we might, like... I, I've, I personally might have tried to discourage people from, like yelling at other club members to be quiet and yes. instead of finding a better way to like remind people to like keep the volume down if something serious is happening yeah, yeah. And, uh, i'm never a fan of like club members policing each other yeah i'd rather it come from whatever authority figure is in the club um and to do it in a way that respects both individuals mm -hmm. because the shushing police is usually very rude and very targeted to specific members <laughs> yeah who, like, may not be realizing what they're doing and, like, treating them that way is not very fair. Mm -hmm. And is also kind of demeaning. Because especially in college, we're all adults. Mm -hmm. Don't just shush people. <laughs> like they're a child mm -hmm. or something. It's not productive. Mm -hmm. It's not how it works. Absolutely. But, yeah. I don't know. Just keeping a respectful environment. Um, and also, come up with traditions. Come up with, like... Little quirks about your club. Crap, there was something else I was going to say, but I totally... Richard, are you there? That. Hello? Kelly? Hello? Richard? Kelly? Oh. Uh-oh. Uh, hmm. Stand Richard by just one moment. <laughs> has lost I don't think I can hear Kelly connection. Really Richard is hang, gone. I'll hang up and call you one more time. Richard, the call has been dropped. Boop, boop. Boop, boop. Alright, welcome back everyone. Um, Richard, because he is in prison, does not have the best internet, and he was taken away because he was stealing shoes from the other inmates while podcasting. Very good multitasker. I'm a really not, good multitasker. <laughs> not good at not getting caught, though. Uh, but it's been several days, and we finally <laughs> got Richard back after the ordeal. So welcome back, Richard. Uh, it's good to be back, Kelly. I hope you weren't traumatized too badly for your terrible crimes. I'm going to steal as many shoes as I can. Great. You know what? This is recorded and going out there, so good job with your subtlety. Hey, hey, I'm going to steal all your shoes. <laughs> all you listeners out there. Terrible. I, edit, what were we I'm talking about? Oh, we were talking about... Um, Anime right. Club. Anime Club. You said something good about... Oh, oh! Make traditions. Yay! So, anime club is fun. And every anime club should be different. And you should have your own in-jokes and your own tradition. I'm a big proponent of tradition, of, like, having those quirky little things that you do. 
So, like, our anime club, for example, had pre-anime club, where we would show random funny YouTube clips right before um, club meeting. Um, and we had we had movie nights every few months. And most importantly, our first meeting every year was a movie night where we watched Redline, the best movie ever, and mm. one of the best movies to watch in a group, mm. hands down. When in doubt, just put on Redline, and mm. everyone will have a fun time. Mm. In a group, because you'll have people heckling it, you'll have people actually in love with it, you'll have people boggling at it. Like, <laughs> it is a fantastic time. Mm-hmm. So, little traditions like that, like embrace it, come up with it with your club members, just make it a thing, have fun with it. Mm-hmm. And people may come in and say, like, "Hey, what are you guys up to? You're all doing a dance to that opening song from the one anime, and I don't know what you're doing." <laughs> and you can just take a minute and say, "Oh, we're just doing this dance because we love this anime," or we're Yelling at yeah. the screen because we think this is fun. Just explain it, then other people can take part too. It's like, yeah, and like, I don't know. I get it. People might say it's not a real club or it's a waste of time or like, don't you have better things to do than waste three hours of your life every week watching fictional shows? And what you can say back is like, no, this is a club because it's. I like. I always saw anime club as kind of my mental health break. It was my set-aside time of three hours where I did not have to do anything but just watch something fun with friends. Mm -hmm. And, like, I didn't have to worry about homework. I didn't have to worry about socializing with people other than staring at a screen. Mm. I didn't have to, like, worry about anything. I just could be still and, like, immerse myself in a story. And it was my mental health break for the week. And so... I think that is a very valuable and very important space to have. So whatever thing that allows you to have that mental break during the week, hold on to it and make sure people know how important it is for you and not devalue that. So whatever it is, if it's like a creative writing space or just nap time or whatever, have that space. But for me, it was Anime Club, and I like to advertise it as that to people who who felt guilty for 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 not doing work in that moment for like mm-hmm. I can't go to this thing because I have stuff to do and it's like well are you always doing stuff like this could be your break time like just to be still mm-hmm. don't ever feel guilty about doing things that you really like if those things don't hurt other people mm-hmm. because they're what you love that's our takeaway for the day yeah 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 um, another great thing that I really loved about Anime Club was, um, and this will vary club by club by club, but like um, I found that our club turned into a really awesome community that I was really happy to check in with every week. Um, mm-hmm. And because like I don't know with anime, it's uh, I won't say it's a niche interest, but like it's not mainstream American media. Like it's mm-hmm. like something where people might have had to seek it out to find it, and so like. You get a whole bunch of you get like a pretty you can you can get a pretty diverse group of people in an anime club, and like yeah. when they have the shared interest, they can like start like bonding over something they really like watching, and they can start like looking forward to like coming to see you in a club. And while you may not see them in other spheres, like if you just see them in anime club, like you can I don't know it can like be a nice little space where you can know people who you wouldn't have met before. Yeah, definitely. And it's also a great space to kind of bring in people who may not necessarily know what Anime Club is, but, mm-hmm. like, because their friends are in it. Like, I've gotten a lot of people interested in becoming club members through that. I don't know. Basically, my biggest takeaway is that 
I think anime fandom has like a lot of stereotypes, negative stereotypes about the kind of community it is, of like the kind of jokes it enjoys of that are very offensive or like very kind of misogynistic or transphobic and things like that. There's like a lot of that out there and there's like a lot of stereotypes of that an anime club is just like basement dwellers who are like making really gross jokes about things and objectifying stuff, whatever. Um, and I'm not saying that stuff doesn't happen. I'm saying that that stuff doesn't have to happen. Mm -hmm. As long as you are purposeful in the space that you're creating and kind of set up those guidelines from the beginning of the kind of community you want to build and then that community will be built because, yeah. Mm -hmm. People want to enjoy a thing and not hurt other people while enjoying a thing. You just Contrary have to make the space for it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So, don't knock it till you try it. Yeah. Go join an anime club if you haven't. Go or make an anime club. Yeah. Just go do it. Go, go do have it. fun. Mm -hmm. Watch cool shows with people. Share your love. Mm -hmm. Share your passion. It's rad. It's rad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And since we kind of cut in the middle, I don't really know what else to say. So. Yeah, no, me neither. <laughs> Maybe we should move on to the rec room. To the rec room. Da -da -da. Richard, you normally oh, oh, tell yeah, me sorry. what your rec is first. <laughs> so my rec of this week is going to be a little Disney XD show called Gravity Falls. Ah. Um, yeah, didn't see that one coming. Um... It is the show about these twins, um, who Mabel and Dipper, and they get shipped off by their family to go live in this little weird town in the woods called Gravity Falls to live with their great uncle Stan, or is it a grandpa uncle Stan? Whatever, his name is Grunkle Stan, and therefore it sets a great tone for the show. And they sort of, um, the show finished a while ago, and I still haven't finished it, but I'm working through it right now, and um, it's full of, it's these two youngsters and they're like the people who work at this oddities shop, like these odd, strange cure, curatives and um, souvenir shop. And they go and like they, they encounter these strange, mysterious happenings in Gravity Falls, this quiet, cozy, sleepy town where there's a lot of weird stuff that happens, like monsters that appear in the middle of the woods or like puzzles and... Uh, time travelers and other strange things. And it's just a quirky show that has a really great sense of humor that I, I, I think it's hilarious and also just great. And Mabel's a really good character. She has a pig and a grappling hook. <laughs> and it's just a recipe for success, if you ask me. That's one of the few episodes I've seen, the one where she gets her pig. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. So, was check it out. My wreck of the week is a video game. <laughs> ooh, ooh. It's a game I'm sure you've all heard of by now. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's um it's Dream Daddy. Oh my god. A dad dating simulator. Oh my god. Where you play a single dad and you date other hot dads. <laughs> so I so I bought the game when it first came out, but I haven't been able to play it because I've been working all week at a summer camp. Um and I finally kind of started playing it this today and I like adore it. Um I've always been a fan of dating simulators um who like, I think it's, or visual novels, I think they're, like, an unappreciated type of video game, very devalued, mostly because usually it is centered for the female gaze. Mm. Um, 
Mm. But I love them. Like, I love How to Full Boyfriend, which is a pigeon dating simulator. And I loved um, Mystic Messenger, which is a dating simulator on mobile. Like, I love, I love playing them because I love... I'm a character-driven person, and that's what dating simulators literally are, is piecing together a plot just by interacting with individuals and learning all you can about that individual and then fitting them into the larger puzzle piece. Mm. And that's what I love about that kind of format of a game. And so I've only just started Dream Daddies, but the dialogue is already hilarious and approachable. And it's, I don't know, it's fun to see a Western kind of flair to it because most dating simulators are Japanese in nature. That's where they're most popular. And this one is an American dating simulator. And it's interesting to see the differences, like how fast you can go. (laughs) Um, Like... I don't know, I'm just used to dating simulators where, like, they're set in high school and it takes forever to even hold someone's hand. And I literally played for ten minutes, and I think I'm still in the prologue, and I've already slept with someone. Oh my god. Because I was like, wait, is this happening? And just kept saying yes to what was happening. Oh my god. So, like, I was just like, oh, wow. Wow, that was fast. (laughs) And that also didn't guarantee that I'm on that person's route, because I'm still in the prologue. So I was like, huh. That's crazy. Anyway, it's really funny and like all I literally again, I've only played for like 20 minutes and there's already been like a Pokemon parody spin-off within the game and it was hilarious. Like it's it's a very well done game and very much just dad humor. Just so many great dads. So much dad time. Kelly, I'm looking at this cast of characters and yeah. let me just say I love everything about it. It's so good. I'm like, okay, when I initially watched it, looked at it, I was like, looking at their profiles and stuff, I was like, okay, I'm going to love the the professor who's Matt, who's the, the, the guy with the dreads and like the, the mm. fanciest clothes. He's a, he's a teacher. Oh. And like his profile was like, he's a little anxious teacher or something. And I was like, yes, that will be the one. Mm. But after this week of playing a cryptozoology professor, <laughs> I've completely changed and I'm on the bad dad train for life. The bad dad. Because he dad. hunts cryptids in his past, in his like uh, free time. So now I'm on the bad dad train and I love him and he's going to be the first one I'm going after and I've already been in bed with him so it's going great. Oh my God. It's going to be great. He's a bad dad. <laughs> I don't know if he's a bad dad. He's just the bad boy of the group. Mm. And I'm on that train. Because I love cryptids now. It's a problem. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, I recommend any dating simulator, usually. I'll date. I love dating simulators. Mm. Some are terrible. Like, anything. But <laughs> the ones I listed just now are great. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. Go... Go buy Dream Daddies. Support indie game developers. Go Make date visual a dad. novels bigger in the West. Because I love visual novels. I'm really bad at gaming, guys. I can only play visual novels. They <laughs> 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 don't require skill. Go date a dad, everyone. Yeah. Follow your dreams. Mm-hmm. Your dream Follow daddy. Your daddy. <laughs> Someone did fan art where they turned them all into cats and were like dream kitties. Oh. They're so cute. Oh. And someone else said, where's Nightmare Mommies? <laughs> <laughs> I love sequel. it. I would love to play a single mom dating other moms too. Let's get mm. on that. Come mm. on, world. Mm. Come on, world. Give me what I want. Um, but yeah, cool. That's it. That's all I've got to say. 
Excellent. Thank you, Kelly. Thank yes. you very much. No problemo. <laughs> I am excited to finish this podcast to return to the game. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. What are we gonna what are you gonna leave us with, Richard? Go start an anime club. Do it! Mm-hmm. Have fun! Watch in Sekayore Haikyuu. It'll yeah. bring in people. It will. It will. Bye-bye. Bye. And I'm Amy. And we host More Research Required, a podcast where we create scientific studies we would do if anyone gave us money to do them. We're asking the real questions. Questions like, does your personality affect whether you believe in horoscopes? Or do hockey superstitions have an impact on the outcome of a game? And how often are people really playing Wonderwall at parties? We discuss prior research, make hypotheses, and speculate wildly about what we would do with unlimited funding. Catch more research required every other Sunday on iTunes or wherever fine podcasts are sold.